New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today I'm hosting Anne Scott. She's the author of Women, Wisdom, and Dreams, The Light of the Feminine Soul. Anne, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. I'm very happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. So, dreams. um, As we look at the worldscape now and all the challenges that we're facing, how can dreams... How can knowing our dreams, how can recording our dreams, how can paying attention to our dreams be of help in these times? That's a very valuable question. Sometimes with the uh, enormity of what we read in the newspaper or hear in the news, we feel like something like dreams would be so uh, superfluous to the demands, the needs, the challenges that we're facing now. My experience is that it's even more important to listen to the dreams because if we don't listen to them, we are missing out on a dimension of wisdom that will help us to live our lives at this time in a more helpful way, in a more honest way. We are all searching. We are all trying to understand how we can help the world in our own unique ways. And, and we also have our own lives that are not separate from that. Dreams open up a door within us where such a wisdom, a practical wisdom, can help us to hear what I would say the voice of the soul. It may not fix problems and it may not solve them in the way that we're used to, but it will bring a certain healing quality into our lives and we will see how we live and what we do each day is truly connected to life, the entire web of life. It's hard for us, in particularly Western-trained minds, to grasp that how we live can have any effect on the bigger picture. But the dreams will show us that there is a place, there is a guiding light within us that can inform us of how we need to be as an individual. How do we need to be? And then if we understand that in a bigger picture, we will feel like we have a place to stand on. So you're saying that it can be very beneficial to take the time, and we all feel pressed with time right now, and you're saying to take the time to reflect on our dreams, that this might give us something far more powerful than just jumping out of bed and just getting on with our day. Absolutely. If we're able to listen to a dream, if we're able to even write it down, it is a key to helping us live life not just on the surface, but according to a deeper truth. And as an example, I saw in a dream fish that were deep in a river, and I saw that these fish could only be seen by a certain slant of the sunlight. And that looking at these fish, these fish were the nourishment We need to be nourished at this time. The soul needs to be nourished so that we can understand how to nourish life. 
It comes from within and flows outward. There's a relationship of the inner and the outer that we have so lost touch with. But the dreams help us to um, see the different dimensions that we have access to that can really help in a very, very practical way. I know that you think that there's a lot of benefit in sitting together in circle and sharing dreams. And I know my sister has been part of a dream group for well over 20 years that they get together, I think, once a month, or maybe it's every other week, I can't remember, but they specifically get together to share a dream that they've had. And I know this has been very, very powerful for Juliet for years. So tell me, what is your experience? Is that a good way of getting together and working with dreams? For some people, it's very important to share it. Other people are more private and want to keep it to themselves. But if we're in a group or in a circle and we are able to share our dreams and it's held in a certain way, uh, I think it's a great benefit to understanding the bigger picture of why we're here. And it might come through the particulars of our life, but there is a certain quality. The dreams are stories, and these stories show us what's possible. And it helps to open our minds to what's possible. And we need that now. Otherwise, we will feel enormous constriction or constraint that um, we can't do anything or we are useless in the enormity of what's going on. But a dream shows me that every single one of us has a quality that nourishes the ecosystem around us. And so I feel that the dreams help us to understand our qualities, understand who we are at a deeper level, not so much what we do, but the question, who are you? I have heard many times from people who have made that step of daring to open that door. And they've asked the question, who am I? Or why am I here? Or what is my purpose? And, and the dreams will respond. When we were talking about being in a circle, doing a dream, you said if it's held in a certain way. And I'm assuming that way is that we're not interpreting each other's dreams. We're not kind of laying stuff and say, oh, that means, or this or that or the other. Exactly. So give us just a little bit of guidance about that certain way of holding. Well, it has to do with listening. And if we can listen, we're actually inviting the dream into life. If we can listen to it without expecting that we have an answer about it. And sometimes something will arise and you'll, you might have an insight that you can share. And you might have a question to ask the person who had the dream that will help them. I think that we have a natural capacity to understand how to do this. And the only aspect that we would have to watch out for is the part that really wants to bring everything out into the light and take it apart. And I saw this in a dream once where a woman shared a dream where a man was taking a necklace, a beautiful beaded necklace, and he was taking it apart to show how beautifully made it was. And as he took it apart, this beautiful necklace crumbled to dust and fell to the ground. Well, that's not men. It's not gender. It's a masculine quality that is very useful at times to separate and to analyze. But in this case, we need to learn a feminine way of being with our dreams. 
And then the dreams are welcome. Mm-hmm. And then they can speak mm-hmm. in, through feeling, through insight. I'm part of a circle, the Minion Circle, and, and sometimes we'll share some dreams. And at times they're universal dreams. They seem to have a larger reason. And then there are the personal dreams. Can you speak about the universal dreams and the personal dreams? Well, I think as you understood, we gradually have a way of knowing which would be a personal dream and which might have a larger application or larger meaning. I had an experience where I was invited to go to a indigenous grandmother's gathering in Southern California, and this was four years ago. And there was a part of me that thought, I, I can't do this, and it's kind of selfish to go. And And I had a dream that night, and I only had two days to make the decision to go. And that night, I was shown a pregnant woman, and there was a sonogram. And the sonogram, I saw that there was a place in in the woman that connects the personal to the universal. And when I woke up from that dream, I knew that my hunger or my desire to be there was not just just for me. And so this has really opened my eyes to uh, the ways that we might think that we are doing something just for ourselves when actually we are nourishing life or something much beyond us. So how you would know that in a dream, uh, I would say that sometimes a personal dream can have meaning for someone, but it's not something to replace life. If it becomes too interesting, then I would be um, cautious because our purpose here is to be in life. And so I would watch the aliveness of the person. And if a dream makes us feel alive, then we bring that quality into life. But to go back into the dream and spend too much time in the dream in that way, in a group, sometimes I think we have a sense of how much time Mm -hmm. to give and and when something should not be touched, just should be left alone, just to listen to it. Mm -hmm. So it's really an an art. It's, It's something that we learn over time. And we might make mistakes, but nothing is major. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I know that you also encourage people to have some stillness in their life. This mm-hmm. is very hard in our modern day because so much presses in on us and we feel like we don't have enough time. But, but you really encourage us to have some stillness. Can you talk about that? I would love to talk about that because that was uh, it's been a struggle in my own life from the very beginning of um, awakening to my dreams. We want to keep busy, and it's just so ingrained in us, but we have really forgotten the power of stillness and and so I have learned over the years, and I've learned many times when I've been involved with something. At what point do I need to be still and let something resolve itself? And so this stillness can take many forms. For some it might be walking in nature. For someone else it might be meditation. Um, For me, what's very valuable is, is to be in silent meditation for even a few minutes. And I've certainly seen with the the newly homeless women, they love the silence. 
It's as if they crave the silence. Because you work with homeless women. Yes. You do a circle with homeless women. And I have found that they cherish that silence because in that time, no matter what's going on in their lives, they can find a deeper place to stand on. And it is tremendously powerful at this time. Uh, otherwise, we can get too caught up in the changes, the problems, the difficulties. Exactly. So there is a, a great power. And I think anyone can experience it in the middle of a hard time or time where they have to be very busy. If they just take five minutes of stillness, they will see something. You can always repair yourself to a restroom yes, and be you quiet. Can. <laughs> you can. For five minutes. Yes. Okay, everyone's allowed that. And thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine, and really enjoyed being with you. Thank you. I've been speaking with Anne Scott. She's the author of Women, Wisdom, and Dreams, The Light of the Feminine Soul. And if you'd like to be in touch with her and find out more about her work, you can go to her website, dreamweather.org, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Thank you so much for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe. I invite you to please join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.